Okay, so I thought I would make this little impromptu recording for you guys to talk to you a little bit about this whole magical mystery that is women and their periods. I'm going to just stick to the basics, okay? Try to keep this as simple and as easy to listen to as possible, because I know some of you might be freaked out about this, but I don't want you to be. Okay, here it is. This is good stuff, so listen to this. Nature is essentially a complete bitch to women. Women and mice, but I'll get into that later. For most creatures on the planet, the females have a season, a time during which they can get pregnant. This is usually just a couple of times a year for about two or three weeks at a stretch. You know, you've heard of it, the, the dogs in heat or whatever, you know. And then that's it. That's it. The rest of the time, she can't get pregnant. But not so for us ladies. For some reason, and I'm really baffled about this, really, just biologically speaking. I'll talk about that in a minute, too. But for some reason, nature has given us an almost unique way of reproducing. Starting at puberty, girls become capable of getting pregnant for about two days every month. Every single month for about 40 years. Sometimes longer. <laughs> Our bodies release an egg or two or five or whatever on schedule pretty much every 28 days or so. And we get all horny and we want sex and, you know, things go smoothly as far as nature's concerned. We get pregnant. Our bodies do something else during this time to prepare for the possible baby. This is the truly baffling bit. Every single month, we basically have to develop a new organ. This, now this is a bit of a simplification, okay? But I think it might help you understand the process better if you think of it this way. We have to develop a way for the new baby to be nurtured and fed and all that. So our bodies start preparing our wombs for the baby to grow in. The baby can't grow in our wombs just the way they are. Our wombs or uterus, you know, technical term. They have to be prepared first. This new organ will eventually become the placenta. You may have heard of this. It's what supports the baby throughout the pregnancy. It's a way for the mother's body to um, interact with the baby's body, essentially. It provides the baby with oxygen and hormones and nutrients, etc., and it whisks away all the byproducts. You may have heard of things like um, crossing the placenta, which essentially means that anything in the mother's blood will get into the baby's blood. And why we urge pregnant women not to smoke or drink or take drugs. The mother is directly connected to her baby. It's not just growing in her belly, it's actually integrated completely with her body through the placenta. Anyway, our, our bodies get really busy making this new little cushion for the new little baby. I feel like Z Frank here. Z Frank, true facts about conception. <laughs> um, and can't do Morgan Freeman. Anyway, um, so they do this every month just on the off chance 
that some big strapping cock comes along and knocks us up. That's what nature wants, right? The lining of our wombs become thicker, lots and lots and lots of new blood vessels, all getting ready for the sperm invasion, and hopefully, at least as nature's, <laughs> at least as far as nature's concerned, a new human being. This is all great, of course, if you actually get pregnant. But what happens if you don't? What if you either don't have a big strapping cock around? Or what if the cock wears a condom? Or <laughs> for whatever other reason, the sperm and the egg don't meet up and there's no baby. This is the part that blows my mind. It's so wasteful in terms of energy, I, I can't even... Anyway, for some reason, nature figures that it makes sense to completely destroy the little cushion that it just spent two weeks building every single month in humans and in mice. Although there have been recent um, developments in understanding human reproduction and it's kind of proving that we really are unique. There's Even among primates, there really isn't a close enough model to the human placenta to even bother studying it in other animals. Anyway, the point is our bodies build up a new organ. And then when there's no need for that organ, like no baby, it completely destroys it again and it starts all over again next month. Now why we don't have this organ, this nourishing lining, all the time, I honestly don't know. I would have thought that would be a better use of resources. Maybe it just takes too much to maintain it if there's no baby. I don't know, maybe smarter people than me know the answer to this, but I really can't figure it out. I think it's a lot of resources, a lot of energy to create blood vessels, to create this organ only to destroy it all every single month for 40 years. I, anyway, I don't know. The point is, now the body has this useless organ. There's no baby this month, so there's no need for it. So instead of keeping it around for, like, next month, it has to get rid of it. And the best idea nature has come up with for doing this is to cut off the blood supply to this organ. Again, it's a bit of an oversimplification, but this isn't medical school, and there won't be a quiz. <laughs> it, all you need to know is that it sort of wages a full-scale war on this organ and it clamps down on all the arteries and veins that it just built. This is what period cramps are. The woman's inner muscles involuntarily squeeze the life out of all the blood vessels to literally cut them. You know, she just crush them and break them. And well, what happens when you when you break blood vessels? Right, you bleed. And sometimes it hurts like a son of a bitch. Absolutely. Sometimes it feels like your lower body is being squeezed in a vice. I've had it so bad that I felt like I was giving birth. And even though I've never given birth, I've had friends tell me that this is pretty much what labor pains are. <laughs> Just like period cramps, only like a thousand times worse. So now there's all this, all this blood from all these broken and crushed vessels and there's this dying organ inside our wombs 
the lining of the womb, I should say. It's not quite right to call it an organ. It's more like a, a lining of the womb. And this is what they call sloughing off, meaning that when the lining is deprived of its blood supply, it dies just like any body part would without a blood supply. And the uterus wants to get rid of all of this unnecessary stuff to start getting ready for the next cycle. So it starts to push it out, which is another cause of cramps. And so it flows out, down, out of the womb, past the cervix, and out of the body by way of the vagina. So yes, blood comes out of our hoo-haws. Yes. Sorry, it just does. Now this may not be something you want to visualize, but it's really important that you know that it has nothing to do with pee. <laughs> okay? We don't pee blood. We don't. We're two totally separate systems. Guys' bodies use the same tube system for semen and for urine, but we don't use the same channels for period blood and pee. They are completely separate in women. They're close to each other, but they're separate. Anyway, typically it takes about five days for us to get rid of all the blood and other junk. So we bleed pretty steadily, sometimes heavily, out our vajayjays for five to seven solid days and nights. We have absolutely no control over this. Trust me, if women could control this, wow, life would be a lot different. But all we can do is try to soak up the blood as discreetly as possible. The most common ways to do this are tampons and pads. Tampons are little cotton plugs, basically. <laughs> you stick them up your vajayjay to get saturated with blood. You have to change them every few hours, which is a pain in the ass. Um, and particularly why dealing with your period overnight is really difficult. Every woman has woken up with a blood stain on her sheets at some point in her life, no matter how many pads and underwear and all that she she's used. Um, sometimes it just leaks out. This is why you see so many uh, laundry detergent commercials talking about how to get blood stains out. They're not talking about a few times a year you cut yourself shaving, you know. <laughs> They're talking to the women who've had to deal with this every four weeks for most of their life. Can you tell I'm bitter about this? Okay. Um, <laughs> some women use a kind of cup thing that they, that they insert, and um, other women actually go to a clinic to get all of it removed in one 20-minute uh, session. And some women use birth control pills in such a way that they never actually get periods at all. Now, how this works is pretty complex, and, and you don't need to know. Anyway, um, essentially you can manipulate your hormones in such a way as to prevent the body from having periods at all. But most of us don't want to play around with our, with our hormones that much, uh, so we just live with the inconvenience. So, if a woman is late, you may have heard this, I'm sure you have. That means she's expecting her period at a certain time, because remember this happens on a regular schedule. Um, the word menstruation actually comes from the word for moon, like the moon cycles every 28 days. and It's connected with the tides and all that fun stuff. But if she's late or she, or she doesn't get a period, she has reason to think she might be pregnant. If she has, in fact, been fucked by a nice hard cock and it succeeded in getting her pregnant, then 
then hormonally, the body is now on high alert. Like, woohoo, party time. The lining of the uterus is now useful. The body needs to keep it around because a baby is growing. So it doesn't destroy the lining. It doesn't cut off the blood supply. In fact, it increases and you don't get a period. So this is why a lack of periods is the most common sign to women that they might be pregnant. Being late is what causes women to go do those pregnancy tests, which is just a way of measuring a certain chemical in your blood that indicates that a placenta is growing. Um, it's a pretty good system for letting us know that we might be pregnant, but it's not foolproof. There are lots of reasons why we can be late or skip our periods entirely, and in fact, some women actually keep having light periods throughout their entire pregnancies. I just read about one of these stories the other day. Every so often, um, you'll hear of a woman who went to the hospital because of severe abdominal pain, and she ended up giving birth to a baby she didn't know she was carrying. Total surprise baby. Like not just surprise pregnancy, surprise baby. <laughs> she didn't know she was going to have one. They'll often say things like, I had no idea. I was pregnant. Everything was the same. I only gained 10 pounds and over a year, you know, and I kept having periods, so I didn't think I was pregnant. You know? <laughs> um, anyway, some people wonder about having sex while a woman is on her period. There's a couple things about this. Um, for one thing, if you've been following any, any of what I just said, which I hope you have been, um, all about this uh, <laughs> periods meaning no baby, time, um, then you may have guessed that this is the time of, of the month when a woman is the least likely to get pregnant. I won't say she can't get pregnant on her period, uh, because nature is a complete bitch and has been known to do all kinds of crazy stuff, but in general, if she's on her period, she's not fertile. So it is one of the safest times to have sex in terms of contraception, if that's what you're worried about. It also won't hurt or damage her to have sex while she's bleeding, because, well, put it this way, her, her vagina is just the channel that the blood takes out of her body. It's not the thing that's bleeding. The blood is just coming out of there, through there, you know, it's messy, but it's fine, and that's that's as far as your cock goes. Your cock does not go past her vagina. You can picture like anatomy of a woman. There's like a uterus and then there's like a gateway that's called the cervix and then there's a vagina and your cock never goes past that gateway. So since the blood just comes down through that gateway and out through the vagina, it's just messy, but it, there's nothing bleeding in her actual vagina where your cock will be. Now, some doctors will caution you that when a woman is on her period, this gateway, the cervix, um, is usually quite closed down. It doesn't really want to open up. But when she's on her period, it's more open and relaxed. So there's a slightly higher risk of infections entering her womb during this time. But most women never have any issue having sex on their periods. And in fact, in fact, fucking is awesome for relieving period cramps. It really works. I don't know why, but it really, it really does. Maybe because an orgasm is just a, um, a muscle spasm itself, but you don't even have to have an orgasm for it to feel better. Just the, 
just the act of, of fucking really helps ease period cramps. So that's it in a very oversimplified nutshell. You know, like uh, Craig Ferguson used to say, please don't write in if you're a biologist or doctor or something. Well, you didn't need to be listening to this anyway. Um, <laughs> I won't go into um, all the cultural weirdness that surrounds menstruation, like how many of the, um, let's say, the big three or like the monotheistic religions, they just freak the hell out about it. Um, they call women unclean. They won't let menstruating women go into the churches and temples and that sort of thing. Um, or the fact that most men just really can't seem to handle this at all. Just asking them to buy tampons for you and you're out is like, oh my god, I couldn't possibly. <laughs> Girls, that's how you know he loves you is when he'll buy tampons for you. Um, <laughs> there are projects underway in Africa um, specifically to provide tampons to girls so that they don't have to take a week off school, which many of them do now. They can't stop the bleeding so they don't go to school. It's really sad. And the, the point is, this is just the way nature has dictated that we should reproduce. Don't even get me started about the bizarreness of actual childbirth. But, but the point is, this isn't anything that should freak anyone out. This is just the way women work. We sort of we have to put up with this for one week out of every month and the rest of the time everything is completely fine and we have no issues so it's not a huge price to pay it is well can be very annoying but um, <laughs> that's just the way it is we get used to it we all start we all start getting our periods around around 12 or 13 some earlier some later there's really no set age but it's around then, and we just get used to it. But uh, I think men should just be used to it too. I think it's just one of those things that that we do. It would be like saying, you know, oh, I can't believe that fluid actually comes out of your penis when you when you come. You know, it's just something that happens. It's not it's not gross. It's not weird. It's not unusual. It's just the way nature has made this work. So it's the same with us. So I hope this has been illuminating. And, um, yeah, okay. That's it. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye.